This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey, thanks for listening to Dirt and Sprague On Demand, a Service Patriots podcast. Service Patriots is your home comfort solution for all your heating and air conditioning needs. Check out the latest special offers for our listeners at ServicePatriots.com slash the fan. 2-1. Swing and a high drive. Right center field, on its way, that ball is gone! Schwarber has gone deep again, a bomb to right center field, and the Phillies extend their lead, it is 3-0. This is Dirt and Sprague. You know, when this injury happened, you know, we were kind of in that four to six week window. Definitely the regular season was out of play, I think I had one, I took one day to feel bad about it, and then the next day I was back to grinding, because I knew we have a team that can compete with anybody, and that. If there's a chance to still come back, I'm going to do everything I can to put myself in position to make that on the four-week side. Here we are. With Andy Dirt Johnson and Brendan Sprague. Shielding on team. Coming up on 40 seconds to go. The Avalanche clear. O'Connor's got it. Short hand. Scores! And the Avs lead. Dirt and Sprague on 1080. The Fan. All right, 6.02 in the Rose City. Time for Dirt and Spring on Portland Sports Leader, 1080 The Fan. What is happening? I was wondering um, for our YouTube bros and broettes, shout out to the YouTube fam out there. Well, there's a bit of... um, Mystery theater with radio that I've always mm-hmm. liked is imagining what people look like versus how they sound and what moments look like versus how they sound. And I just wonder if anybody turned on the YouTube stream at 601, 602 in the Rose City and saw me do the high porn and was like, "Yeah, that's all it looks like. Huh? That's all it is. Yeah. Huh? Just two yeah. tired guys banging away at a button at 601 <laughs> well, in the I morning. Did notice when that's you all did, we got, man. When you did your drum roll, <laughs> yeah. it actually shakes his uh, Sprague's camera. Oh, does it? It's like a... Uh, so, yeah. It's one of those kind of things. <laughs> Great. That's kind of nice. I will say, I feel like I... Because uh, I, I was keeping an eye on it. I was curious how it was going to look on the first day yesterday. I think I have the better camera. I have the better angle. Yours is a little zoomed in. I feel like they need to move yours back just a hair. Well, they moved yours way back against yeah. the wall. Your your camera's pretty far away. And I, I didn't watch it. I don't listen or watch it's myself. It's zoomed out right now. Is okay, it? Yeah, up. you can see the uh, the fan logo on well, the TV behind Sprager. Here's now. my, I have a little of a conundrum here I was thinking about in the car. So once we went live on YouTube, which was in the second hour of the show, I noticed something about dirt with with YouTube and streams and and text machines 
Dirt sometimes gets in it. He's like, he's looking at it. Like, he's just fascinated by it. And I'm a little concerned he's just going to have the stream up the whole day and just watching himself, <laughs> not listening. And he's like, oh, man, we see what they're saying on this thing. And I'm, I'm like, I don't be, know what they're saying at all. I'm going to be over here fixing my hair, watching the, watching the YouTube channel. Be like, <laughs> oh, what? Jordan Spieth on? on us. Yeah, what's happening over here? Wait, what would you, did you say something? Sorry, did I miss a question there? What exactly. are we talking about right now? Yeah, exactly. Are we doing a segment on the Blazers? <laughs> what happened? I'm not paying attention. My hair is not looking great this morning. You're all on your hair right now. This thing with your hair. I know. I don't know what to do with it. I need to go get it. I now, like, this is a little different because I don't really care what I look like. <laughs> now, now. It's a great start to a Wednesday. <laughs> now we are on camera. <laughs> and there's like a, there's like a, I have to now be invested in this. And I, I hate my hair because I'm slowly going bald down my sidelines and I don't like, I don't get up early enough to do anything with it. It's always like, you did your hair this morning. I didn't. It looks no, done. No, I swear to God, I didn't. <laughs> Does his hair I, look done, Swigard? Does no, that look no, like no. done hair? It, 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 I quaffed, quaffed it over. over to the side. I, I quaffed it with my hand. It, you did some effort. Some effort was done. I wore a hat in. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't do my hair. I wore a hat in. So now I need to go get a buzz cut. So I don't have to worry about this when I wake up in the morning. Because when you wake up, when your hair is my length, it's going all over the place. And, yeah. you know, usually I show up and it's like, I don't care. Nobody can see me. It's all right if my hair goes all over the place. That's no longer the case. You know, you're attacking me the way you attacked a Asian female Chargers fan and made her go viral for suggesting you she was a paid actress, and I don't like it. I don't like it one bit. I love how she did an interview, and everybody's like, see, she's a real fan. Like, she's an actress. That's what they do. They're paid to act. <laughs> you didn't back off the stance, I'm not huh? backing off that stance at all, man. I did want to give you credit, though. I... I really believe this. You might have been the first person in the entire country to suggest fan, paid actress. I mean, it's Los Angeles first off. The Chargers have no fans in L.A. It wasn't even her, though, that was the first one that, that started that thought bubble for me. That's the important line you said, by the way, because we got a couple Charger listeners that yeah. are like, hey, man, and it's like, no, 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 you're not listening. Los Angeles. In actual yeah. Los Angeles going to games, I don't believe Charger fans exist. Now, all over the country, of San course. Diego— Bolts up, baby. Of course. If you go back to San Diego, nobody's making this claim. It's an L.A. thing because nobody cares about the Chargers in L.A. It's really sad. It was honestly the three male fans that they kept showing in the first half over and over and over again that led me to believe it. Because you know they show like the Psycho Raider fan, the guy that's got the shoulder pads and the spikes and the face paint. And you're like, all right, this like, how do you get there in life? I don't know. How do you know he's not paid? Uh, because it's the Raiders and they've been doing it forever. I'm just leaning that, that he's not, but he might be. You never know. It's the NFL. they got to protect their image. They showed the Chargers ones, and it felt like if you you typed into a chat GPT, what would a Chargers super fan look like? Oh, like yeah. What would they wear? And it yeah. was so over the top and flamboyant colors. You're like, I just, I'm, I'm not buying. So that's how it started. And then they showed the Asian gal in the second half, and I'm like, I think these people are paid. And that's when I sent the text message. <laughs> she said she's been a lifelong Charger fan, that her and her husband rent these suites uh, a couple times a year at games. So she was a San Diego Charger fan? Uh, I didn't. I actually didn't catch the interview at all. I don't really... If she's a lifelong Charger fan, so then she just followed them. Now she lives in L.A. Did she used to be a San Diego Charger fan? I'm just relaying the information I saw <laughs> okay. off the internet. I didn't actually watch the interview, which may have been useful for this segment, but I didn't do it because, yeah, well, I, I didn't right. care enough. I think we're okay. But I mean, is, What if she's like saying, I'm a lifelong Charger fan, but a lifelong L.A. Charger fan? As in, I've been a Charger fan for like four years. Well, she was photographed in Viking gear, screaming at a Viking game years ago. <laughs> yes. And I guess somebody, and again, this is the internet. So like, I don't know what's real and what's not real anymore. I'm tired of being butt-cracked sports and ball-sacked all the time. Very true. 
Somebody claims that her child plays for a team called the Vikings, and so they went to a Viking game, and she was supporting her child. I don't know what the real story is. Mm-hmm. Even with the interview, I'm I'm skeptical of people, <laughs> even in interviews. Yeah, but you know, she seems legit. I I was more thinking about the idea of you being first to kind of call this out. Like, dude, it it kind of went viral where people were like, "Are these paid actors?" <laughs> and this was like 40 minutes after you said it, and I'm like, "Look at dirt reading America." <laughs> Look at that, man. I'm on the pulse. And the the other thing of this that I'm 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 kind of curious about is. Is it at all possible for an entity worth billions, multi-billions of dollars to have actually paid Buffalo citizens to break each other through tables, <laughs> Raider fans to dress in drag with shoulder pads? Like, is it cheesehead suddenly pop up? Is yeah. it possible the NFL has paid for all, all of, of their propaganda? <laughs> and we're like, that fan base is the oldest. No, it was just the first they got paid. <laughs> they just have been paid since the 1920s, man. Yeah, I mean, come on. They're legacy paid actors. Their grandparents were paid. Their parents were paid. It's passed down generation to generation. When you see a celebrity, uh, let's let's fill in the blank. I call it a David Beckham. Mm-hmm. I just finished the docu-series on Netflix. It's a, It's really good. It's really well done. Does he bend it? Uh, he bends it all yeah. over. He's he, bending it all over? He, he bent it. And Victoria okay. loved that he bent it. <laughs> but if David Beckham shows up in an NFL game, you could easily say, oh, he's probably friends with a player or an owner or a coach, or he's just a sports fan, so he's here he is. You could also counter and say, or the NFL's paying him a little couple bucks to be seen in an NFL game and look cool. It's nice to have him there. You show him during the timeout. Hey, look at that. Look who's in a suite. It's David Beckham. And I know you don't care about this, but this is kind of the dark web theory of the Kelsey Swift relationship. Of course it is. The tie-in is Amazon. <laughs> so she has her movie that's come out of her uh, Eras tour. Uh, Travis Kelsey has something coming out on Amazon Prime. And so they think the link is Amazon, and this is a whole big, you know, thing where they're just in a, quote, relationship, and she's there, and, oh, well, okay, where can you find her? You can find her new thing on Amazon. Where can you find Travis's new thing? It's on Amazon, and it's, oh, what a coincidence. Look at that. I We didn't talk about this, but I love, I watch John Oliver's show every weekend, and the, uh, not having them during the writer's strike was really tough. And he finally came back, and in his first episode, he did a jokey bit about, like, he does, like, the and now this, and it's, like, video clips of some newscasters saying, saying something a funny. funny thing, yeah. This one was conspiracy theories about Taylor Swift, <laughs> and it was these different people that were saying, you know, the Taylor Swift, Travis Kelsey thing. Mike from 105.1 The Buzz made it. He was on last week tonight with John Oliver. No, he wasn't. Because I guess their show does news hits or like morning oh, yeah. like pop culture hits with coin. Sure. And so he was on camera and he was going on this 1989 rant about something the year and the this and the that. And it was like the longest one of all of them. And really? I'm like, oh my God, that guy's on The Buzz. I walk by him. He's he. We see him in the bathroom all the time. He's the guy that brought the drink into the bathroom <laughs> yeah. that I talked about, but I didn't name him. But now I want to name him because yeah. he's a celebrity. He's, a, he's big time now. So his conspiracy theory made it all the way to last week tonight with John Oliver. Did he come off like 
wacko or did no. it come up pretty positive? It I mean, was it was you. Yeah. Would you have been happy about it? I think I would have been happy about it. It was some... a montage of conspiracy theories, so okay. he was wedged into the montage. But mm-hmm. I heard his and I'm like, yeah, I can see it. Okay. I can't remember the exact angle. It was something with the 1989 thing. And somehow that tied into Travis Kelsey and somehow they're promoting something together. But similar to the Amazon theory. I mean, that's kind of the theory yeah. is it's all just a promotion for something. What I would say to that, though, is... I am surprised today, now that you tell me this, I am shocked. Swag, I'd imagine you're shocked about this, that you make a John Oliver cut and you're not having a company-wide cluster email of Mike from the Buzz <laughs> on John Oliver on HBO. Or yeah. I would want, a bu- well, I would want maybe, an email. But it's all those things I immediately just send to trash. <laughs> well... <laughs> There's a Friday newsletter that comes out from corporate called The Brief. I don't, we don't have a, exactly. Yeah. A yeah. Newsletter? Yeah. It, uh, everything going on company wide. I have 2,000 emails in my inbox. I'm right just now, saying. So. We have a new one for our, uh, for our building too. Somebody puts together a little newsletter for us, all the things that are going on. Well, our company's very like, we brag about every l- possible thing we can brag about in this building. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I read the email and I'm like, Ugh, we're, re- we're bragging about this, really? But now my, you've set my fear in, actually. I, was, I thought this was kind of cool. And now I'm thinking, I can absolutely see our boss in some capacity suggesting or saying, you know, going viral is not the worst thing. <laughs> they would absolutely say and that. And now I'm kind of like, I hope there's not an email about him being on an HBO show because <laughs> I'm not going to do anything to try to be on an HBO show. I'm just going to do our radio show. Well, we now have the ability to do it because we're now on video. I got aggregated again the other day. Yeah, you did. My Jack Collinsworth and uh, Jason Garrett take got aggregated again. <laughs> Swag, do you think... <laughs> Who's turning me in? Who's reporting me? Yeah, somebody listened to that uh, and sent it to Barrett Sports Media. Otherwise, they're listening to the show, and if they are, shout out to but them. But that was the opening segment of the show, too. Like, it's one thing if you catch an interview that we do at 7.30. I said that at, like, 6.04 in the morning on Monday. So, Swag... I didn't make a promo out of it. No, no, there was no promo. Swag, do you think... Because I told Dirt this, and I just laughed when he told me he got aggregated. <laughs> and I, I said, man, I bet Jack Collinsworth is going to randomly DM you. And he goes, you think he saw it? And I go, oh, Jack Collinsworth definitely strikes me as reads anything <laughs> with his name in it. Searches his name on the Twitter tab. And then probably has visited your Twitter account three to four mm. times and goes, why am I bothered by this guy? <laughs> Do you think Jack Collinsworth reads him about himself on the internet? No. You don't. I don't. Really? Why would he need to? He's our age. He's 28. He's 28 years old. He's 28? 28 years old. He just graduated from college. You think a 28-year-old isn't Googling his name after his mentions are filled every game of how bad he is at his job? (laughs) I I just Google Jack Collinsworth. (laughs) Is your name pop up? (laughs) The second story that shows up, Andy Johnson. Jack (laughs) (laughs) Jack Collinsworth and Jason Garrett were half asleep on Saturday. Have a sleep. I'm now in his Google mentions. <laughs> Shout out Jack Collinsworth. I got a beef going with this dude. You made the algorithm, man. I'm in the algorithm, man. That's what I, happens when you only have one C in your name. Get out of here with that crap. I can't believe Swag actually thinks a 28-year-old isn't Googling his own name when he's yeah. been criticized pretty publicly multiple times in his life already. He was born in 1995. <laughs> Swag was 42. <laughs> oh, my God. Unnecessary little blow. <laughs> Well, I mean, come on. Yeah, no, it's about the same. Sorry. <clears throat> All right. Well, let's get it going. 
I think Swag's going to kill me during the commercial break. I think it's going to happen one of these days. Uh, Eric Eager is going to join us at 7.30. We'll talk some football. Eric Eager is really good. He he drives the analytics. He's really observant of what's going on week to week in the National Football League. We're going to talk some NFL today. Uh, it is a loaded show. Statter story coming at 8.15. we got a statter story to get to at 8.15. Uh, thank you for tuning in on uh, YouTube, the Odyssey app. Uh, AM radio, the HD2 signal. It's good to be with you on this Wednesday. We get it going with a local taste. Uh, a deep fear was uh, realized yesterday, and I'll tell you what it is next. Dirt and Spring on the fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. I know we, uh, we've mentioned it a couple times. We're probably going to mention it some more this week and next week. But it's a new thing for us as a station. Uh, I, obviously, Isaac and Suk are on the CW from 3 to 4 p.m. every day. But uh, the fan in general, our show, Danny, Dusty, and Isaac and Suk after the CW, we have our live stream up on the YouTube channel, 1080 The Fan's YouTube page, youtube.com backslash 1080 The Fan. Subscribe to that. Uh, more content, I'm assuming, will be coming down the road on the old YouTube page, not just the radio shows. But we're excited that we're on it, and we thank you guys for tuning in. And if you could subscribe, hang out with us there, if it's easier than... The, the stream or going to the AM dial or whatever, uh, make it work. My wife weirdly put me on our big screen yesterday morning, and she showed me a photo, and I thought it was the weirdest thing ever. But that's my wife. Uh, so I appreciate everybody tuning in this morning. It's bright and early. I know we're not going to bring thousands upon thousands of people to YouTube. Now, did she have that for you up like later in the day when it was just uh, you and her with some with some alone time? No, she just sent me a photo and was like, "Hey, we 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 tuned in. <laughs> Great, thank you. <laughs> Hope you guys don't catch the times I talk about you. Yeah, don't listen to the shoutouts. We've had some complaints about a certain app over the years, so if you need an adjustment to that, YouTube is a great resource when you're watching mm. at home. It's easy to pull up on the YouTube app or on uh, your home computer. It's also a little weird the one thing that i have to keep reminding myself is that we don't there's no commercial breaks so there's just a there's like a nanny cam that remains on us during commercials yeah, yeah we drop like the audio there's no audio it's just a silent commercial break but yeah. you can i mean if you it's like we're me myself or not me myself and irene truman show and uh, you're watching every movement that we make if you want to see, if you want to see it uh i uh i want to start the show a little bit of a local taste here and i'm going to tell you something dirt this is the trust tree we're mm-hmm. in a trust tree right now mm-hmm did you see what happened yesterday? The I don't know. The announcement. Mm. 
I don't know if I did. Hmm. Local announcement was made. A local announcement. Yes, it was. By a local team. A local team. Hmm. Swag hmm. looks puzzled, too. I don't no know. idea. I don't know what's going on. 7.30 kick, Arizona, Oregon State. <laughs> I'm terrified. Night game down the, in the desert. The Zona Zoo. Yeah. Hammered off their asses. Piling in. They're all excited. They got Fafita now. Their defense isn't awful. Jedfish swagger is a thousand percent now. I'm terrified. I'm two weeks out. I know it's not the Oregon Washington game, but for me, this kind of hinges for me going into Washington nine and one. You win this game, you can go to be nine and one against Washington. A seven thirty kick is maybe the worst possible thing. Oregon State could have found out yesterday was, hey, you get to go play at Arizona at night when they really care about football. I'm going to be really selfish in this moment and tell you that I absolutely love it. I know. I absolutely I, I, love it. I kind of love it, too. Because I'm scared, but I love it. I hate night games when they're games that you have to go to. It's just I'm I'm that way now as an old, and we get up early in the morning, and I don't want to be back at 2 o'clock. Like, I hate going to games that are 730. I love 7.30 games. There was a hole in my life this past weekend. There was no Pac-12 after dark. There was nothing. And so the Oregon State game wrapped up. The USC-Notre Dame game wrapped up. And I'm like, I got, no- I got, no- I got nothing. And it was like 8 o'clock. This is usually when there's like a random Washington State-UCLA game that begins. And then right. you turn it on, and there's a pick six, and then a kickoff return for a touchdown. And you're like, yes! This is going to keep me fulfilled until 11.30 at night. So I'm glad that at least we get Pac-12 after dark back. Oregon is playing Utah the same day. It's a 12.30 game, so it gives me some time to decompress before the Oregon State game begins. Why do you guys get every 12.30 kick? <laughs> Why? Every game is tw- 12.30 last week, 12.30 this week, 12.30 the week after. It's like we're on a good run of 12.30 kicks. Yeah, and look, I get it. Your team's popular, but damn it, man. You're getting all the premium time slots, and I'm out here and I have a sweat at 9.30 at night downstairs by myself watching Oregon State, maybe or maybe not beating Arizona. It is a little more freeing, though, when you get to watch the night game, right? Because then it's not in the middle of the day. You're kind of wrapped up. People are getting ready for, like, it's 7.30, 8 o'clock. By the time the second half rolls around, it's like 9.15. There's a little more freedom in watching your team play a night game because it is the end of the day as opposed to, like, hey, it's 1 o'clock in the afternoon on a Saturday. Why aren't we doing anything? It's like, well, you know, i got to watch a game and we got stuff going on. The 12.30 kicks are amazing, and I, I... I got nothing to retort with that. I saw the image when Oregon State put it out, 7.30 kick. By Pac-12 Network? I mean, that's the That was the more on. egregious thing for me. No, like, it's on ESPN. It is? Oh, maybe I misread Good. that. Maybe I was looking at a different game then. I'm on the Pac-12 website right now. It it's better on be ESPN, on ESPN. 7:30. Oh, no, you know what that means. Rod Gilmore. They showed up. and they, No, he doesn't do Pac-12 games anymore. They oh. booted him to the ACC. Um, they booted Rod Gilmore? Yeah, he doesn't do Pac-12 stuff anymore. It's Dave. Fle- that'll probably be Dave Fleming and Brock... Osweiler, I believe. Yes. Oh, that's not a bad crew, although Osweiler, a little biased. Yeah. A little biased, yeah. yeah. Os- well, he's an Arizona State guy, not an Arizona guy. Oh, yeah, touche. So maybe he's for your team. Maybe I'm he's all over the place in this segment. Against Arizona. Uh, Osweiler's good. He yells a lot. He's kind of like, listen to, I've heard him call a couple of games. He's very, he'll, get, he'll go at you a little mm. bit, but provide some good context. Um, the, the other thing, too, that I saw yesterday is Arizona showed up in the JP poll. They're now power ranked by a lot of folks in the top 25. Yeah, they, the JP poll likes Arizona. And look, they're, they're I think Connolly has them up there too. Yeah, there there's some metrics that say that that's a top 25 team. Like that's what makes me even more nervous is I think they're going to go into that with a lot of juice. They're feeling good about themselves. They clobbered Washington State, man. We lost to Washington State. They clobbered Washington State. 
And I saw that that announcement for the kick time, and I was like, I shouldn't care about this. It's not even this week. It's next week. Yeah, you both have a bye. And then my bad knee started buckling, and I was like, I got to sit down. I need air. Seven thirty zone of zoo. Not good for me. Yeah, I, this is a constant thought that I have about kick times because Oregon has been blessed by the football gods this year. I don't believe they've played a night game yet. Their Pac-12 network games were like Portland State. The and latest Hawaii. game was Hawaii. That was a five o'clock five kick. o'clock kick. So they they've had really good kick times all year, and they're bound. I mean, they're going to get one. Cal or ASU, like one of those games, is going to be a night game. But I believe they've already fulfilled their Pac-12 network commitment. But I, this is something I'm constantly wondering about. What's it going to look like next year? So the numbers came in for Oregon and Washington, and it was like 8 million average viewers. It peaked around 10. The numbers were really good. And so you imagine that would be the interest of putting them on networks. But I'm terrified of having to play games on Peacock. Like, I don't I don't want 11 a.m. games on the Peacock app. It's going to be terrible. It's not great. Um, if you had to put your top five Pac-12 environments that your team plays in that you're most worried. Oh, Arizona 730 is definitely in my top five in the conference. Like, games you don't want your team to have to play in. Yeah. Time, place. What is it? Because I think Arizona's in this. Yeah, Arizona's definitely in it. Night game Arizona, get me the hell out of here. A weeknight game in Salt Lake City. Oh, a weeknight oh, yeah. game in Salt Lake is a good one, Swag. There's I mean, you can kind of do the ones. anytime at Salt Lake City thing. That's one of those environments that's like, I don't want to go there. No, I know. And Utah <laughs> demands the respect, but I think Swag's kind of hitting on a little... I feel like the night thing at Rice-Eccles is a little more dangerous than like the daytime thing. It's part of the reason when it was announced at 1230 kick, I was very excited. I bet you were. Crowds are not as loud. No. You don't have all day to booze. No. When you tailgate for 12 hours all day... It's you know you're you're lit you're ready to go. Well, you booze twice because yeah. you get there early. You booze too hard. You take your power nap. You wake up. You you Red Bull the hell out of it, and then you booze again and you go into the stadium. I would say a, a night games in Pullman scare me. There's just something about Pullman that's a little weird. I'm with and you there. Funky. It's out in the middle of nowhere. Yep. Hay fields all over the place. Yeah. I don't want to go there. Yeah. Arizona State does nothing for me. I know my team is lost. When the at fog ASU, rolls but... into Reese, you know you're in for it. <laughs> the fog. <laughs> Okay. Like when Reggie Bush ran the punt back. Um, yeah, he saw through that fog. Didn't I was he? at that game. There was a lot of fog at that game. He ran right through it. Didn't seem to affect him at all. all uh, Tyson telling us, and I, I don't think we're surprised, but Tyson saying, like, that might have been the loudest stadium I've ever been in in my life at Husky Stadium. It, I've been in there when it's full, 75,000, old Husky Stadium. Yeah. And that that rivals awesome. My, co- my cousin who went to UW said, when because he just got lucky, he went when they won the half title. He Thank said you. he went to games and he like legitimately said you could feel the it felt like the thing would collapse yep. sometimes. I so. was up there on the third lever, can't leave it out. They hosted Texas A&M. It was either the year they split the national title or the opening game of the following season. I can't remember which yeah. it was. Yeah. That was crazy. So I think you got to put Husky Stadium in this. And then I'm trying to think of the other venues and it's probably what? Autzen? I mean, I would right? hope my I mean, school, I'm, trying, I would I'm just trying to think of schools we didn't name yet, but I don't. I think we named all. I the mean, ones. Cal does nothing for me. Stanford no. does nothing for me. Colorado this year is at least if full. I'll give them that, but uh, does nothing for me. They left at halftime of that game. By the yeah, way, it's twenty nine nothing. ASU, as I said, does nothing for me. Oregon miss, State, UCLA has to be, does nothing. Oregon State for me has to be good, and it. I think for them. The night part is important. Like it's there's, the night thing. There's a little something about night football at a venue that 
scares the living hell out of you. The crowds are just more ready to go, man. Yeah, they when are. you when you have a twelve thirty kick, especially in a lot of these places, it's like it's different when most of the fan base lives in the city where the team plays. But for you know Corvallis or for Eugene, when you have a twelve thirty kick, how many fans are coming from other parts of the state? You oh just, yeah, you don't have as much time to tailgate. And science has proven the more alcohol you have, the louder you are. Oh, is that true? And it's, a, it's a, I did the study on that. Oh, you and did the study. I fully studied, fully Thank researched, you. and so by twelve thirty, you just don't have enough alcohol in your system yet. Uh, so I'm already scared. I'm too weeks out the zona zoo 730 espn game there's certain uniforms that if they bust them out i'm getting more nervous for that game if arizona does oh god yeah. oh man uh, they just better start for feet of if they because no, i wouldn't no, no. be he, surprised he's the starter he's officially the starter he's the starter Jaden delora will not start another game i don't know about that but okay. i was told by arizona bro that that's the starter it's okay. fafita i mean that credit to jed fish that's not an easy decision to make but it's the right decision uh coming up next is this must watch tv Next, T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. All right, we tweeted out a link. I guess when you go to the YouTube page, you click something. Sometimes it's not working. The stream is up. It's up. It's working. Yeah, it said that our it was it was like a countdown thing. You know, you do that when you watch something live on YouTube, and it's like coming and you know scheduled start time, and it said six a.m. and I thought, well, this is going to be the right link, and I tweeted it out, and for some reason that link didn't work. But we are up, we are live, and so you can go find it on our Twitter page, or just go to YouTube and type in ten eighty the fan, and you'll find us right there. Um, must watch TV. Let's power rank this right now: Dirt and Sprague, and then the Philadelphia Phillies. Is that the power ranking? Dirt Sprague, then the Philadelphia Phillies? Yeah, I mean, come on. Yeah, I don't know if the Philadelphia Phillies are must-watch TV right now, though. <laughs> I mean, their team, I guess, is because they're playing great, but that was, uh, I'm not very interested in You don't it. like seeing home runs be hit? Because that's basically all it's they do. It's a lot of fun at the start of the game when it's still yeah, a close score. The start of the game, first three innings and or so, over. and then mm. they've got a 4-5 nothing lead, and there you go. I've, I'm just in the mindset now of fast-forward to the World Series. See, I, I, I want to be honest about this, okay? Because sometimes I do this segment and I, I never want to be dishonest. I I'm having a hard time following this. Like I know what's happening. The Phillies are mashing balls and the diamondbacks look like a team that never been there. And the Texas Rangers are up to nothing, but I actually think the Houston Astros are a team to bet right now. If you want value, Ooh. but either way, like it's two Oh two Oh 
We don't have competitive series. Houston made it interesting in game two uh, and got out of some jams the Rangers did. And then in the game, two games with Philadelphia and Arizona, like they've just been homer, 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 momentum, 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 too loud. Bye-bye, Arizona. And I know my team got bumped out, but I, I'm not – I didn't watch a second yesterday. All I saw were the highlights on Twitter. And is anybody else there with me, or are we – Hey, it's the LCS, baby. We got to watch it. Baseball's almost over. You need, I, I think, in order to up the interest in the postseason, you desperately need a Houston win today. If that doesn't happen, the series is over. You're not coming back from down 3 0 against the Rangers. It's just not going to take place. You don't think that team can pull a Red Sox? No, I don't. It's happened one time in the history okay. of the sport. I don't think it's going to happen again. Uh, that just the, the math tells you not very likely, right? And so if you lose today, if Houston loses today, there's already not much interest in it. That series is over. And the same thing will go for. Arizona tomorrow, you're back home, you win game three, then you're like, all right, sell me on game four. Let's see if this can get back to even. The toughest thing going right now is just there haven't been, like watching the Phillies hit home runs is a lot of fun. Don't get me wrong. That lineup's loaded. Schwarber and Harper and Turner and all those guys mashing. Castellanos, they are, they're loaded. But there's just not a lot of drama. Like that game was 10 to nothing last night. It was the Diamondbacks dropped a pop fly in the infield. That's how bad it was. And two runs. I was watching the game. What was the final? Actually, didn't 10 to nothing, I believe, was the final score. Yeah. It just built as the game went on. It was like three nothing, and you're like, all right, I'll keep watching. There's a chance here. And then it's five, and then it's seven. And then it's like, the middle relievers for the Diamondbacks just got. But we haven't had a single winner take all elimination game yet. No. Have we even had a walk off or like. I don't know. Not that I can think of. We had the the best walk-off we had was Michael Harris in Atlanta doubling up the Phillies to end the game. That was yeah. the closest to yeah. a walk-off yeah. we've had. In terms of excitement and, the and like, last, holy crap. I think the the Astros clincher over the Twins was 5-4 or something like that. There, there was a 5-4 one-run game. one-run game at least, yeah. But it was the Astros and the Twins. I wouldn't know. I didn't watch. <laughs> exactly. My I mean, point. We're two games away from going to the World Series without a single winner-take-all game. And yeah. that's just that's and a disaster. And if both these series end early, it's going to be, that's I don't think terrible. the World Series moves up. I think the, the dates are locked into their position, so we're not... It's going to be a week and a half. Well, yeah. Dirt and I, you know, we we talk about the show once we're done with the show and kind of talk about the next day and things we're kind of eyeing. And, you know, yesterday we were talking about football and NFL, and I was doing some show sheet stuff yesterday at my house, and that game was on, and I got, you know, checked Twitter. Oh, there's a home run hit. Oh, my God, I'm so surprised. The Phillies, oh, they're so cool. <laughs> going to another World Series. Yeah, go lose another World Series. Uh, and I, I see the homer hit. <laughs> And I'm doing my show sheet, and I'm just thinking, do I, I? I feel like we need to talk about this. It's the final four of the season. It's the longest season of all time. Like, <laughs> I, I, I feel like we need to talk about it. But I am also like, I, I feel like Dirt and I are kind of simpatico here. It's like football, football, football. That's yeah. what our live is right well, now. Well, and that game was relegated to the second screen. I was watching the Kraken yet again be unable to score goals here to start the season. <laughs> but your was... viewing habits, Swigard, are I, I wouldn't classify your viewing habits as the most normal for sports fans. True. You have you but have I try taste. I try very I am more willing than yes. most to go, okay, what's the most compelling sporting event going on at any one given time? Right. It should be the NLCS. And I'm like <laughs> Does Harper winning a does he him going to Philly with that contract him kind of being the heart and soul kind of of this team does him winning a World Series do much for sports fan? 
I think it should. I mean, he's been one of the faces of the sport yeah. for 15 years. He's been a face of the sport since he was in high school, man. He's, he's the, a LeBron. I yes. mean, he kind of is. He's he was LeBron. the chosen one, yeah. and he went to JC for a year and then right to the big leagues. He he has been in Major League Baseball for so long, it is remarkable when you remember how young he is. He just turned 31. That's crazy. Like of all he's the 31? Of all the numbers that somebody wow. could hit, he's got the best chance at it because he broke in at such a young age, and that doesn't happen very often. And then guys that actually end up having a great career, right? He's been great for a long time they they won a world series the year after he left his first year in philadelphia washington won the world series without him and that was a really tough moment i would imagine for him they got there last year i think him winning would be huge for the sport because of all the household names that exist in major league baseball he's easily in what the top five he has to be. His name has been in the sports lexicon for 20 years he's now. He's also polarizing. A lot of people totally. hate him because they think he's a douchebag. So I, I think it would be a big deal for baseball. My my sports viewership thing, I, I'm with swag. It's like, what's the most interesting thing on TV right now? When you give me a Tuesday night and there's nothing else on outside of regular season hockey, I'm going to watch. When you're going head-to-head against Monday Night Football and I'm very interested in the Cowboys and the Chargers – I'm gonna. You're gonna be on the iPad, and I'm gonna be glancing over every ten minutes to see what the score is. That's how I'm gonna view that game. When they have games on Saturdays, you're not getting my eyeballs. When you're having games on Sundays, probably not getting my eyeballs. But last night and tonight, I'll watch because there's nothing else going on on TV. It's too bad Harper wasn't up at bat in the World Baseball Classic. He went have struck out like Trout did. <laughs> he had to take no town a yard. USA, USA. <laughs> With his USA thong on, I bet. There was a funny quote. Merrill Kelly, the starter for the Diamondbacks, who pitched in the World Baseball Classic, was asked about the atmosphere at Citizens Bank Park and how loud it is. And he said, well, there's no way it's going to be louder than the final World Baseball Classic game. And I went through that, and I know how loud it was. And Philly fan, Trey Turner basically was asked about that before the game and was like, yeah, we'll see. And then Trey Turner in the bottom of the first inning hit a home run and the lid blew off the stadium. I, I, I just <laughs> home field in a sport like that. I don't know how key it is. I don't know the percentages of home teams that win, et cetera. And good atmospheres. It exists, man. It, it, it exists at the bank right now. And that's what I'm saying. And what I've been saying all playoffs, it's the best venue for playoff base. But those people are psychotic. I mean, any pent-up well, anger they have at Daryl Morey and the Sixers <laughs> is just being unleashed along with their See, Philly fan. It's I'm an 8 p.m. first pitch, too. God, oh. it's all day, dude. I, this You brought up something that I'm so jealous of. I am so out on the Blazers right now, and that's going to be a lingering story for the show, I'm sure, in the weeks to come. Their regular season is around the corner. We're gonna They're going to win a game early, and everybody's going to do the, oh, my God, this team's good, and you're going to like hear that crap because Blazer fans are stupid. I am so out on that team, and I don't want to watch them. I don't want to invest any of my emotions or time into them. Philadelphia has it perfectly because you just highlighted it. What is their basketball team going through right now? This, oh, the the worst. same thing that we just went through, a star that doesn't want to be yeah. here, but he's pretending like he's the bigger man. It's an open marriage like, that's leading to divorce. <laughs> it's is what's ridiculous. Happening. And what do they have to distract themselves with? Playoff Maybe the this. best team in the NFL oh, and a team in the NLCS. Are they, the Flyers any good this year? Up, well, they pushed up the start. Of the, so yesterday in Philly, not only was there that game at the nightcap, they pushed up the start of the hockey game to 6 p.m. local time. So... It started at 3 Pacific. They hosted the Canucks. And I think they hosted the U.S. men's soccer team friendly against Ghana. Oh, really? All of the, And that was at where the Eagles play. And all of yeah. that stuff is right downtown. It's so all right there. I think they said somewhere around 130,000, 40,000 fans combined God. all the spectators between those three events on the same day. Why, then, did, why did you do that? And then they host the Dolphins on Sunday Night Football. Why, why did you do that? 
What did I do what? Y- you don't even know you do it. You did it. <laughs> what did I do? You, okay. I want you to imagine me <laughs> talking about college football, and I just subtly drop on a Portland, Oregon-based radio show. <laughs> Duck fans are stupid. <laughs> Why would you call Blazer fans stupid? Because they are. The Blazer fans are stupid. You're a Blazer fan. Uh, not right now, I'm not. I'm emotionally <laughs> okay. checked out. It's paused his fandom. I have, paused I have. It. I okay. am not emotionally right. invested in this team whatsoever. Well, I mean, the season hasn't even started. What is there to invest in? Exactly. And they're going to suck. I'm taking a, I'm taking an emotional break Our from this team. Our fans are not stupid. They're passionate. Uh, no, they're, they're stupid. They're loyal, too, by the way. Yeah, to a fault. Well, I Don't mean... be so loyal. Boo the team. Be Have a little Philly in you. When Jody Allen walks in the building, boo her ass. Wow. Philly would. Philly would throw a snowball at her head. I'm dealing with this because there's rumors on the internet that game days, I in the Corvallis game, if the Beavers go to 9-1 and one against UW, mm-hmm. and my reaction that whole week is going to be, don't go to this event. I'm telling you, boycott that show. Have some pride. Do not show up. F that network. F that show. Like, don't show up. What are you going to get out of it? Mom, I'm on TV! Hold a sign up. Just put a camera in front of your face like we're doing. Say, hey, I'm on TV. I'm on YouTube. I'm on YouTube. Uh, All right. So Phillies baseball, maybe not doing it for everybody, but they're mashing homers every single day. Coming up next, uh, the matchup in this. Oh, talk about getting me excited. I'll tell you what it is next on The Fan. Well, our buddy Steve Pfeiffer over there in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, Says, uh, out on the Blazers, it's a rebuild. Now is the time to have the dreams and excitement into what the team could be in the future, Dirt. Sit down, Steve. Sit down. This is not your conversation. How do you know Steve isn't already sitting down? Sit down, okay? I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear any of this crap today. You know what would get me excited as a Blazer fan? What would it be? If we had Damon Giannis on the same team. Could you imagine? I'd be very excited right now. Very anticipated. We would be doing Blazer segments nearly every day in the build-up to the start of the regular season. Yeah. I watched their preseason game against the Lakers, their debut. Oh, yeah. I heard it we, moved. It <laughs> moved. I heard we sucked even more than we should in preseason. I mean, I, what's that based on? I don't know. The team's going to be, their over-under is 28 and a half. They are going to not be good. I'm just trying, I'm not calling Blazer fans stupid. I think you need to be out on an island by yourself there and learn your, your punishment. <laughs> I'm, when just, Kamara turns into the next Scottie Pippen, then I'll stop calling them stupid. I saw. How s- many times do we need to do this? How many times do we need to do this to ourselves? Until we die. I mean, that's kind of what <laughs> it is, This is our right? life. No hope. We get overexcited about a player who's not going to do anything in the NBA. We're fooled again, and then it's like, but this is the time it's going to work. Maybe we got our Connor Bedard. Huh? <laughs> You're wearing a Blackhawk sweatshirt. I haven't seen that in two years. They suck. And now <laughs> suddenly we're Chris sporting Wald it around. On the back there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> We got a prospect. You're doing the same thing, but you're doing yeah. it in hockey. He is the great, one of the greatest prospects to ever enter the NHL, and so he has Scoot. already made an immediate impact. So when Scoot has a 30-20 game, like yeah. in the first week of the NBA season, I'll be all in. Scott Skiles, you watch out. That assist record's coming to a halt this year with Scoot. Scoot loot. Scott Skiles. <laughs> Did you know that Scott Skiles had 22 assists in a game? I did not. That's the all-time Durant record the for a game. Carolina Scott Skiles. I think I do. What is Scott Skiles? Is he coaching somewhere? Where's Scott Skiles at I, nowadays? I imagine Scott Skiles is on a bench somewhere, right? Okay. No, I just, I have totally made the decision. Like, I'm emotionally checked. I'm going to watch. We're going to talk about them. They're going to be a part of the show. I mean, I don't know how much to a certain losing, extent. You know? <laughs> for the first couple of weeks, they'll be a part of the show. Yeah. I just, I can't do it. I'm not emotionally invested. I can't do it anymore. This last offseason hurt me too much. I bought into the trading of assets. 
to help Dame. Now I'm watching him go all buddy-buddy with Giannis, and they're going to win an NBA championship. That's fine. Whatever. I'm just when you, when you give me something, again, to be emotionally invested about, I will be emotionally invested. There are way too many fans in every sport, not just in this city, that put blinders on and support their team year after year after year, despite the fact they give you nothing, nothing to show for your, your perseverance and your loyalty. And so I'm going to watch. We'll talk about them. But I am not emotionally involved with this franchise at all. They give you entertainment on a nightly Do basis. They? Do they? I mean, they're on your television. Do they? You can find them on TV. Are you sure about that? I have a buddy who thought he had the premium package on Root, and he couldn't even. He was like trying to find Root Sports Plus. I had a couple, of and those it like too. wasn't working. And he was like, "I pay for the premium package. Why isn't it working?" So no, you can't watch them every game, Brandon Sprague. Well, I can. I mean, I have the premium package. I know I do. I, I still have Root. It still works. Give me something to care about, and then I'll care again. Well, my okay. I didn't want to do a Blazer segment at all today. Didn't have that on the show notes. By the way, loved the Photoshop thing I saw from random Blazer fan that put Kamara thirty three in the rafters already. I. <laughs> love stuff like that. I think it's hilarious. Because if it doesn't hit, it's going to be an all-time Photoshop of, man, we really thought this was a possibility, didn't we? Like when we thought Mario Hazonia was good in preseason. You thought Mario Hazonia was good. I was not alone in that. I was not. Check the tape. I was never in on Hazonia. Talking about the shack of Troutdale, like he's an elite sixth man of the year. Well, but I think it's it's more the moments that Scoot randomly does have a 25-12 and night, and they you look and you go, did they really beat the Lakers today? Right? Like, or the game where Miami comes to town. Oh, you want to talk about loud booing? Wait for old Eric Spolster to step on his stomping grounds and be like, hey, I'm back, guys. I'm like, we don't care. We hope you lose by 100 points tonight. I actually kind of still like Eric Spolstra. I don't I love really Eric blame Spolstra. him for anything oh. that happened there. It's not really his fault. I'd still wish he was our head coach. I would sacrifice somebody <laughs> on the fan to have Eric Spolstra as the coach of the Blazers. Is that a hot take? I don't think so. He's a good coach. Swag's looking like, is it me? Is, is it, it me? Is Who it is it? Me? A producer on the <laughs> show now? <laughs> We're just on YouTube now. We're not even going out over the air. We're just going to press go live. That's all we got to do, right? I'm just saying, I see what I see. your point. Your larger point, I get it. But for a lot of people, man, it, it they I think a lot of people do know what it is, but it's just getting to watch the next group of players that they hope do hit and do lead this team to a better win-loss record. And I hope that they do. I hope that this is the fi- I hope this is the rebuild that finally figures it out. And we don't have a five-year window and this doesn't work out and we get halfway through the year and it's like, man, why isn't Shaden Sharp taking a big step? Or why doesn't Scoot look better right out of the gate? Because that's going to be really depressing if it happens because then the reality of the next rebuild already starts to kick in. Swag, get a uh, <laughs> if you got a pen handy, can you write this down for me on a sheet of paper? so we don't forget October 18th 2023 the day we realized fatherhood sucked all the joy out of Dirt's life and he's just a miserable sports curmudgeon it's actually the opposite it's like giving me like a perspective of life like there's things that I should be invested in and care about and what have the Blazers done to make me invested and care my entire life they created a G League team They have a new Sasquatch mascot. That's cool. It's not new. It's actually a throwback. I mean, in my entire adult life, they've had one relevant season. I mean, come on. A couple of those years. They went 14 years without getting out of the first round of the playoffs until Lillard got here. Those Dame LA teams That was the beginning of my adult life. You liked those Dame LA teams. Yes, they won one playoff series. Well, they juggernauts, man. There's juggernauts in the West. One playoff series. Uh, Hour number two, we move on from the Trailblazers. I didn't get to it here. We pivot to the NFL. A lot of things going on in the National Football League. A team somewhat local to talk about. And the matchup, boy, the matchups are really, really good on paper. That's next. Hour two, Dirt and Sprague on the fan. 
This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 